The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. What are you doing? I'm reading. Boy, look at the stack of magazines. They pile up on me month after month. You know, I'll never get caught up. Well, Christmas week hardly seems the time to catch up on your reading, dear. Uh-huh. Aunt Effie and Betsy and I are in the dining room wrapping presents. I've got all the ribbons uh-huh. and the paper out. Aren't there any you have to wrap? Oh, sure, but my presents are for all of you, so I'll wait till you're through. All right, you better do it tonight. We'll have to decorate the house and get the tree up tomorrow. Yeah, okay, okay. I can't seem to find a box just the right size for these mittens. Didn't they come in a box? Oh, no, no, the ones I knitted. Oh, for Uncle Bob. (laughs) Well, I must have a box. Honestly, I save boxes all year long, and then when I want one, I never can find one just the right size. (laughs) Oh, I know. That's always the way. Look, Mommy, look at the way I wrap the pipe I'm giving Daddy. Isn't it just beautiful? Oh, I should say. I need some lavender ribbon for this present, and I don't see any. Lavender? I don't think I have any lavender-colored ribbon. One color I never care much about. I'm sure I never bought any. Don't you like lavender? No. Oh, my. I think it's my favorite color. My favorite color is red. What's yours, Mommy? Oh, I don't know, dear. Blue, I guess. Oh, Betsy, you mustn't cut a sheet of paper up like this. Just hacking a piece out of the middle. Now you've ruined the whole sheet. I'm sorry. When you're wrapping a small present, darling, just cut what you need off the side. Here's a pretty gold ribbon, Aunt Effie. Can you use that? Well, yes, I guess so. Of course, I know one thing. We're going to need more paper. Yeah, I didn't buy any this year. I thought I had enough. Well, we've got all those things left to wrap. Yes. Dear, and we ought to do it tonight. Well, mm-hmm. dear, dear, honey, could I possibly prevail upon you to go down to the shopping center? Huh? Stores are still open and get some more Christmas paper. Please. Pretty please. I know it's a nuisance. Is there any way I can possibly get out of it? Yes, you can just refuse to go. Oh, fine <laughs> chance. All right, well, I need cigarettes anyhow. I can get some lavender what? ribbon, too, and some cards and more scotch tape. All right, all right, make out a list, will all you? Right, thank you, dear, and hurry back, please. We have so much to do. Yeah. You know, with a single exception of Santa Claus... We can't think of anyone we'd rather sing the holiday carols with than Bing Crosby. We're pleased to announce, therefore, that Christmas Eve, most of these same stations will broadcast CBS Radio's fourth annual Sing with Bing. This year, Mrs. Crosby, Kathy Grant, will be helping Bing usher in the holiday with song. From Italy, Canada, Australia, Holland, France, the Fiji Islands, Hawaii, and Alaska... Choirs and carolers will join you in singing Christmas carols. You'll hear from a choral group aboard the Nautilus, the United States Navy's first atomic-powered submarine. Holiday traffic being what it is, uh, there's no telling you exactly when Santa will put in his appearance at your house. But a quick glance at your local program listing will tell you when to be listening on Christmas Eve for CBS Radio's fourth annual Sing with Bing. Excuse me, can I get 
through. I'm awfully sorry. I'm, oh, I am sorry, but... Oh, oh that's, that's, that's all right. Oh! George, well, for heaven's <laughs> sakes, how are you? How am I? Another half hour fighting this mob, I'll be ready for a straitjacket. Boy's really something, isn't it? Well, you should do your Christmas shopping early, old boy. I am doing it early. Usually I wait until Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh, I see. Say, as a matter of fact, I'm glad I ran into you. I bought a sweater for Myra, and I don't want to take it home. Oh? Well, I don't know where to hide it. You know, Myra's like a kid at Christmas time. She pokes her nose into every closet trying to find her presents, and then she shakes them and she rattles them trying to guess what they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, look, give it to me. I'll put it on the shelf in our coat closet at home. You can pick it up whenever you want to. Oh, good. I'll drop over Christmas Eve. Eh? Yeah, all right, fine. Yeah, I'll be glad to And take it. good care of it. It cost a fortune. One of those sweaters with the, uh, the French rhinestones on it or some such thing, and a fur collar... You know what that darn thing cost me? Don't tell me. Fifty-five bucks. You're kidding. Fifty-five bucks. For a sweater? Yeah. Well, she's wanted it for ages, so I, I blew the works. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, all right. Give it here. I'll take good care of it. Look, Don't it worry. isn't gift-wrapped or anything. Uh, have you got some paper or stuff at your place? I could wrap it up when I pick it up on oh, Christmas sure, Eve. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Don't worry about it. Hey, well, I better, I better step on it before the store's closed. Now I've got to find a little something for her stocking present. Yeah. How about perfume? That's always good. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Well, thanks a lot. See you Christmas Eve. Okay, George. Excuse me, do you mind? May I, may I go through? Well, I'm awfully sorry, but I, I've got to get through. Now, you go right to sleep, Betsy. It's late. Good night, darling. Good night, Mommy. Is it two whole days yet before Christmas? <laughs> yes, I'm afraid so, darling. I don't see how I can wait. It seems like a million years between Christmases, doesn't it? No, to you, I guess it does, dear. Now you go to sleep. I'll try. Good night, Mommy. Good night, darling. Aunt Effie! Aunt Effie, don't you think we ought to wrap up that fishing rod before he gets back and hide it somewhere? Shh, uh, uh, he is back. Oh, Oh, dear, I didn't hear the car. <laughs> Where is he? Do you think he heard me? Well, I guess not. He's in his den with the door closed, and he has the radio on. Oh, honestly. <laughs> you try to keep something a secret, and then you blurt it out when you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't think he heard you. Well, did he get more paper and ribbons? <laughs> yes, I guess so. There's some sacks here on the dining room table. I was in the kitchen making us some hot chocolate when he came in. Oh, fine. Oh, yes, he got plenty more. Mm -hmm. Think I should wrap up the uh, fishing rod now? Mm -mm. Do it tomorrow when he's not home. Where have you got it? In the front closet, in the back. Oh, I wouldn't keep it there, for goodness sakes. Well, I didn't know where to put it. A fishing rod's so hard to hide. Mm. Well, why not upstairs under Betsy's bed? Oh, yes, that's a good mm -hmm. idea. Well, come on, help me. I'll get it out. You watch the door of his den. Casey comes out. All right, hurry up, and I'll get it upstairs. Uh, just a minute. So many coats in here. <laughs> well, well, my goodness, what is this? Hurry up, Aunt Effie. What is what? It must have fallen off the shelf, and something fell out of it. Just a minute. What did? What are you talking about? Well, just a minute. It caught on the edge of the card table in here. Oh, how oh, lovely. My look. Heaven's sake, what is oh, a sweater? Yes. Oh. My gracious, and isn't it lovely with a fur collar? Oh, oh. Isn't this funny? He must have hidden your present in here, too, right where you hid his. Oh, no, that can't be for me. Where did you find it? Well, it had fallen down. He must have thrown the box way on the back shelf, and it slid off, and the box came open, and the sweater slid down. <gasps> it is simply beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, but he gave me a jeweled sweater for my birthday. Nothing as fancy as this and without a fur collar. He certainly wouldn't give me another. 
And not that color, anyhow. Why, why, I mentioned just this evening, I never wear lavender. Never. I mean, oh, he, he just, my well, gracious. Uh, <laughs> it must be for me, of course. And he heard me say, I love lavender. Well, oh, isn't that sweet of him, really? Well, he must have bought it tonight. Now, look, I put it back in the box and put it on the shelf again. And for goodness sakes, don't tell him we found it, will you? Well, no, no. And on Christmas morning, when I open it, I'll be so surprised. Uh, yes. <laughs> he is a Dickens, isn't he? Oh, well, I'm just speechless. Well, you better get it back in the box before he walks out. Yes, yes. And I think what would be a good idea, I'll take this hot chocolate into him uh -huh. while you take the fishing rod upstairs. Then there's no danger of his catching yes. us, you know. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I just can't imagine his buying this for me. He is just really the sweetest person. Yeah, well, I'll take this hot chocolate into him and get the fishing rod upstairs under Betsy's bed, yes, Aunt Effie. Yes, I will. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't come here. Wait, hold on just a sec. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Brought you some hot chocolate. Oh, wonderful, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> Wrapping up some presents. <laughs> For me? Yeah, could be, could be. Dear, hmm? remember what we said about not being extravagant this year? Yeah, I know. I remember. Mm -hmm. Well, why did you go and buy that sweater for Aunt Effie? Why, well, I already bought her a good-looking suitcase. You knew that. And that was expensive enough, and it's from both of us. Where is she ever going to wear a fancy evening sweater like that? What are you talking about? That lavender sweater. What lavender sweater? I don't know what you're talking... you talk must have thrown the box on the shelf and it slid off and came open. Well, really, dear, I know you love to do things like this. Give people lavish things they never expected. But Aunt Effie isn't even the type to wear anything so fancy. All those rhinestones, that oh, fur collar, where will she wear it? I didn't, I mean, I didn't know what you were talking... For Aunt Effie? That's yeah. not for Aunt Effie, for heaven's sakes. It's what George is giving Myra. I bumped into him tonight and he wanted me to hide it for him. He's picking it up on Christmas Eve... Why would I buy anything like that for Aunt Effie? What's the matter? Well, she thinks you did. Why? Well, it's lavender and the color she likes. I didn't even know what color it was, for oh, heaven's sakes. Really? What are we going to do? Do? Look, that sweater costs 55 bucks, if you want to know. You better say something to Aunt Effie right now. $55? Yeah, yeah, 50, $55. $55. Oh. Well, we'll have to say something to her. Goodness, I don't know how to do it. Should have heard her. Now, look, in a few minutes, you come out and say very casually, Oh, by the way, there's a sweater on the closet shelf. George is giving Myra, and uh, I brought it home and put it up, you know, and so forth. Aunt Effie will look very funny for a minute, but anyhow, she will know. Oh, honey, then, why you know. can't you tell her? I hate to come out and say that after she thinks I bought it for her. I mean... Well, it's... I can't tell her, dear. I can't tell her. But something has to be said and said now. Now, in about five minutes, you come out and say, Oh, by the way... All right, George all right, me... all right, boy. How can things get so involved out of nothing? Well, I got the fishing rod upstairs and put it under Betsy's bed. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm just so excited over that sweater. Why, it'll just be the loveliest thing I ever had. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Well, I... I Honey! Oh, yes, dear. I'm in the dining room wrapping presents. Oh, say, by the way, I forgot to tell you when I came home, there's a sweater on the closet shelf. Oh, oh, oh I didn't hear I... you. I didn't hear you. You should have told him I was here with you, but I didn't hear a thing. <laughs> and Effie, wait a minute, dear. Oh, no, no, I'm going upstairs a minute. I didn't hear a thing. <laughs> what the... <laughs> 
Well, don't look at me. She thinks you let the cat out of the bag and didn't intend to. For peace sakes, I said what you told me to say. I know, I know, I know. Well, you heard her. You heard her. Well... She just got through telling me that the sweater will be the loveliest thing she's ever had. She's been so uh, excited about well, it. Well, I suppose we'll have to get her one. Fifty-five dollars? Yeah. Oh, honey. And to say nothing of trying to find one just like it and in lavender... And two days before Christmas when there's a million things... Well, you'll just have to do the best you can. Do the best I can? Dear, I'm making cookies all day tomorrow. You'll have to shop for it. Me? Yes, you. Me, I... You will, dear. (laughs) Boy, wait till I see George. Now, don't blame George. At Christmas, these things happen. Yeah. Now, see what I'll do? I'll make a list. I'll make a list of the stores that might have it. And you'll just have to make the rounds, dear. Oh. Now, the sweater counters are always jammed, so I suggest you leave early in the morning. Oh, boy. And... Well, Aunt Effie will be happy anyhow. Yeah. When you hear CBS News, you're hearing the results of worldwide watchfulness that pays off an accurate reporting sped to you with minimum delay. CBS News has reporters in every corner of the world. Newsmen stationed in each strategic news capital of the world are ready to fly, often at a moment's notice, to remote points where history is being made. Their portable equipment often brings out the voices of the newsmakers so that you hear more than the reports. You hear first-hand comment by those directly involved. By telephone report, by wire, by shortwave pickup, CBS News gets its stories from its own eyewitness observers, and you get them within minutes of their receipt in this country. By keeping your radio tuned to CBS Radio, you not only get your favorite entertainment, but the regular news programs of the nation's best reporters, plus special bulletins whenever they're called for by CBS News. Make the stars address your listening post on the nation's most listened-to programs and for the nation's most listened-to news reports as well. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton, Francie Myers, and Jay Barney and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz, inviting you to join us again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door. (laughs) 